You're listening to the Bible in Real Life podcast with Lee Fulford, where questions about the Bible meet real life. Hello, this is Lee, Bible in Real Life, and welcome back. I'm so glad you're here with us for this second installment of um, I Don't Have Time to Read the Bible in Real Life episode, and we're going to be going through... Um, uh, ways that you can implement Bible reading into your daily life. Just a quick recap from last week. We talked about how um, most of the times we do have time, we just have to set an appointment, right? And whether that appointment is in the morning or the evening, that is going to vary. But I want you to listen to this episode as we go further into perhaps uh how to get back on track, ways we feel um, that we're not on track, and kind of having a plan as we go into our Bible reading. All right, so we're going to jump back into part two. This is Lee. If you're not following us on social media, do so. Uh, We're on TikTok, we're on Instagram, and um, just hopefully you are being blessed, and um, let's jump into it. My morning time is that eight to nine hour when I just got back home and there's no phones ringing, and now it's a quiet time. So uh, I want to encourage you to find that space, find that time when you and God can connect, right? Um, uh, <clears throat> so don't get don't get pigeonholed. Oh, it has to be you know first thing in the morning, or I have to get up at three a.m. You know, I, I I know the preachers. Hey, four serve. You know, you gotta um, greet the Lord early. You know, four o'clock in the morning is when you get up and pray. Listen, if you can, then God bless you. But pick a time when you're consistent. And you know how I do it? For many times, for a long time. I just have an alarm on my phone. Hey, alarm goes off. Bible time. Hey, time to read your Bible, right? Set yourself an appointment. Many times we won't disappoint others when we have an appointment. Oh, I got a meeting appointment. Oh, I got this appointment. I got doctor's appointment. This appointment, blah, blah, blah. Well, you set an appointment. Hey, this is the time that I meet with God every day, right? So I have an alarm that reminded me, boom, hey, now it's time. Then it became a habit. I went for consistency. You go for consistency first, then death, right? Just how it works. You're building a discipline. You're building a discipline. It takes time to make a habit. So number one, set an appointment. Number two, have a plan. Have a plan, One of the reasons I believe people are inconsistent is because they don't know what they're going to do during their Bible time. And if you go into your devotional time and Bible time without a plan, you you may easily get distracted, right? So for many years, there were devotionals. There's some classic, My Utmost for His Highest by Oswald Chambers, right? There's some classic devotionals that you can read because you wake up in the morning and you read it. For years, I was that thing called daily bread, right? My mom, our church used to have these little things called daily bread and they were like, they covered three months and they would give it to you and you'd read your daily bread in the morning. So there was a plan. Hey, I knew what I was going to do. I was going to open up, look whatever date it was. And I was going to read that devotional for that day. I had a plan. I wasn't just like, Hmm, let me, let me point and see where my, my finger lands in the Bible. Right. Um, if that's your plan, you know, you can you can evolve, you can grow into, you know, more reliable plan. 
if you don't have the Daily Bread or something, I know there's dailybread.com, which, uh, and I believe there's an app too. So that's one way to digitize the Daily Bread thing. But Uversion, the Uversion app uh, put out by Life Church is a very good app. And they have multiple Bible plans. What I think would be great is start with, uh, they have year-long Bible plans, but there are some that are like seven days or 21 days. And you can start with a topic that you're interested in. So, hey, I'm a new believer, you know, so there's new believer plans. If you want to do a, have a Bible reading plan about prayer, then you know what? There's like a 21-day prayer thing. There is, hey, I want to learn about evangelism. There's an evangelism plan. I want to learn about the Holy Spirit, or I learn, want to learn about God the Father. I need hope, or um, learn about uh, you know the mercies of God, right? There's a Bible plan, and what that does is I wake up, and here's a specific passage that I'm reading. So I have a plan going into Bible studies. So the version Bible plans, highly recommend, all right? Um, also, there's regular reading plans, right? So for years, for years... Um, I have been reading the Bible in a year, right? And if I'm going to be honest with you, maybe the last five years, I finally made it through the Bible. Because <laughs> um, many times I would start, hey, it's January 1. Hey, I'm reading because I'm, I'm reading the Bible this year. Praise the Lord. So I got my my Old Testament scripture, I got my New Testament scripture, and I got my song, right? However, the Bible plan, because I was like, I got to have a plan. So I would go through, and for many years, I would start and start and not finish, right? Um, but now I've, I've built up the habit. I've built up the discipline where I start and I read. But here's one thing that helped me. Um, and I tried the, the one where there's the Old Testament, New Testament, and then the psalm. But what has been helpful for me is um, the chronological Bible reading plan. And what the chronological Bible reading plan is, scholars have kind of come together and say, you know what, here is the order in which the stories of the Bible, here's the chronology of how the Bible um, message, you know, it's kind of like that arc. I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a big movie guy, right? I love making videos. I love watching movies. And I understand the idea of a story arc. And as I started reading the Bible in chronological order, I started to see, okay, here is how the picture unfolded. Here's how the Bible story unfolded from Genesis to Revelation. And that really helped me. It kept my interest. Oh, this happened after this. And this happened after this. Oh, this is when the prophets were talking to this king. They mentioned that king. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Right? So a chronological Bible plan, I highly recommend it. And here is one of the things that I've done a couple times. So um, um, just to kind of switch it up a little bit, one year I'll go through in the King James because that's how I was raised, you know, King James, 1911. Come on, somebody. And then I read it in the new King James, you know. Then I've I've gone through it in the ESV, right? The English Standard Version. I read the Bible in the English Standard Version. Then um, reading the Bible in the NIV. So what I've done is rather than, than changing my plan, this is just my, my, what I do, you know, in case you're interested. Um, I read it chronologically, but in different versions because now, um, now I'm seeing things differently just because the way the translation 
of it is different. One thing real quick that, that was so interesting in Isaiah and in Jeremiah. So when I read in the King James, in the King James, it would say, um, and thus says the Lord of hosts, right? Thus says the Lord of hosts, right? And I'm like, okay, cool, cool, Lord of hosts. Um, but I think it's the, um, I think it's the NIV version or might've been the New Living Translation. It would say um, the Lord of the Lord's army, right? Um, the leader of the Lord's army. And I was like, wow. And it just hit me different because when um, the commander of the Lord's army or the Lord of the Lord's army and sort of Lord of hosts. And what I thought what hit me differently is like he's talking about, hey, there is a battle. Like the Babylonians are coming. Judgment is coming. Right. The Assyrians are coming, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But the person who's saying this is the commander of the Lord's army. Right. So he's giving military instruction, but he's saying that the the God who has an army can control the armies of man. And I didn't understand. I, I knew it, but it just hit differently. Instead of Lord of hosts, thus said the Lord of hosts, it was the Lord of heaven's army or the Lord of the Lord's army, as different translations would put it. So I was like, wow. God, as a military commander, is controlling the other armies of the world. So he tells the Babylonians, hey, here's how you're going to do. Here's what you're going to do. Because he sets up kingdoms and take down his kingdom because he's the Lord of the Lord's army. He's the Lord of hosts, right? So just there's just different things throughout the year. When you read in a different translation, you see things differently. And I just think it's amazing. Hope that was a blessing to you. So how do we do? How do we be more consistent? Hey, set an appointment. Hey, have a plan. Don't just blindly go into like each day. Hey, you know what? I'm going to read this plan on prayer. I'm reading this. Um, I'm reading through the Bible in the year, et cetera, et cetera. And I also want you to sneak little Bible moments in throughout the day. Saturate yourself with the word of God. How will a young man cleanse his ways? By the word, cleanse himself in the word, says the Lord, right? So um, so sneak in these little Bible moments throughout the day. So what, what I would do now is, you know, audio Bible. version has different translations you can listen to. I think the Olive Tree app also reads to you, right? Um, so the audio Bible allows you to listen to God's word. So sometimes instead of me, having the radio on all the time or me on Spotify all the time, uh, which is good. You know, that's that's cool. Sometimes I'll just turn on my audio Bible and listen to the word. I'm sneaking in Bible moments, just saturating myself. As I'm waiting in car line to pick up these children, you know what? Uh, let me turn on and listen to the Bible app, right? Let me listen to an audio Bible. Um, sometimes just picking a verse, Right. If you pick a verse and say, hey, you know what? This week I'm going to memorize this verse or the next two weeks I'm going to meditate on this verse. Take out your three by five card, jot it down, you know, or put it in your notes app on your phone, on your Evernote. You know, I have everything in Evernote. So I put everything in Evernote and I open it up and I read it. Hey, I'm sitting there, sitting online, either in the grocery store or sitting online, wherever or in line. Then, you know, I open it up and I I insert these Bible time. So I'm just saturating myself in the word. Why? Because blessed is man who delights in the law of the Lord, right? Um, there's an app that I listen to with my kids called Keys for Kids. And it has these little teachable moments, right? So I am 
putting surrounding my life around what the Bible says because I want my children also to see that Bible reading is important, right? So now I want to ask you, so what happens if you haven't read in a while? What should I do, right? Sometimes if you've started this Bible plan, oh, let me talk to some people right now. If you started a Bible plan and you fell off the wagon, right? I mean, it's been, it's been two months, right? It's been four months since you read. Um, the enemy will try to condemn you and say, what kind of Christian are you, right? You are not even reading God's word every day. Listen, here's what you got to understand. The Bible says in Romans 8, 1, there, uh, Romans 8, 1, there is therefore now no condemnation to them which are in Christ Jesus, who walk not after the flesh, but after the spirit. Listen, when you gave your life to Christ, your judgment has been settled, right? Um, so, uh, don't feel the condemnation, right? Um, of not reading your Bible. Now you should feel conviction and conviction is a little different because conviction, um, is, um, impressions or, uh, it makes you aware of, uh, where you're missing the mark and it leads you to change. Right. So the Holy Spirit will convict you. If you're not reading your Bible, you should feel convicted that, you know what? I really should be reading my Bible. Right. That's great. Uh, the Bible says that it's, uh, scripture is profitable for doctrine, for reproof. Right. Reproof is that idea of conviction. Hey, um, so God wants to make us aware that, hey, we need to change. Things need to be different. But don't allow that conviction to turn into condemnation. Where, oh man, you're the poor, you're, you're the worst Christian ever. Hey, how can God love you? Because you're not reading. Um, so Satan will come in and will try to condemn us and make us feel like, oh, how could God love you? You don't even love the word of God, right? That's condemnation. We're not under condemnation. Conviction is, you know what? I should have a relationship with God. I should be reading God's word. And the goal of conviction is to pull us and to line us back up with what we're supposed to do, right? So don't allow Satan to condemn you for not reading. Accept and feel God's conviction and allow it to spur you to righteousness, right? And also there's a passage in Jeremiah, in Jeremiah 29, uh, 12. Everybody knows 29, 11. I know the plans that I have for you, plans to uh, give you hope and a future and all that. But 12 says... Then you will call upon me and go and pray to me and I will listen. You will, and you will seek me and find me when you search me for all your heart. I will be found by you, said the Lord, Jeremiah 29, 12 through 14. Listen, God is saying, if you look for me, you'll find me. Hey, you decide to spend time with me, I will be there. Okay. The Bible says, God promises he'll never leave us or forsake us. So if it's been a time since you have read your word, the moment you come back and say, you know what? I need to get back in God's word. He's just like that father of the prodigal son that says, welcome home. I am here for you. When you call on me, I will answer. When you seek for me, you will find me. Thank you, Lord. So don't allow yourself to get condemned and get, oh, 
And, you know, people do this. Oh, man, I haven't been to church in so long. If I go to church now, you know, I might burst into flames, right? You know, uh, I might drop dead if I just head to church. I ain't been in church in 10 years, right? No, no, no. That's, that's, that's not the nature of Scripture. That's not the nature of God. God loves us, right? He says, you call upon me, I will answer. He tells his people, if you seek me, you will find me. Because God desires to have that relationship with you, right? So turn around, return to him, open your Bible, and God will receive you in open arms, right? So I uh, just wanted to say that because sometimes we feel convicted if we haven't been reading like we're supposed to. And then lastly, um, I wanted to, um, where should I start? Where should I start? Start right now, all right? Go read. <laughs> um Sometimes it's simple to start in a smaller book to give you more momentum. And when I say smaller book, I'm not saying necessarily go read Obadiah. <laughs> you know, you can, but um, read Colossians, right? Um, go back and read Philippians, right? These are letters to churches. These are little encouraging um, letters, right? So the epistles, uh, smaller letters, it gives you a little momentum. Oh, man. Uh, this this week, I read through the book of Colossians. Wow. Hey, good job, believer. Um, uh, then you can, or you can read the gospel of John or the gospel of Mark, right? Just start somewhere, right? Bible reading is a discipline. And if you've stopped, then start back today. Say, so, you know what? Let me open my Bible and let me start in the gospel of John. And when you do, you'll see that in the beginning was the word. And the word was with God and the word was God, right? You'll see that Jesus, it goes right into um, how Jesus be, uh, came to earth for us. So good stuff, good stuff. Um, in closing, reset your focus on Bible reading, right? I'm going to leave you with this story from the Bible. In, uh, in the Bible, there's a story of two sisters, Mary and Martha, right? Um, Jesus is at uh, Martha's house and Martha is doing all this stuff. She's doing this busy work. So I get it. Hey, we got to do this and prepare for Jesus coming. Hey, we got to make sure the table is set. We got to make sure that the house is clean. We got to make sure that the kids stay outside. We got to make sure that Jesus has water. We got to make sure all these disciples, yada, 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 yada. There is time. There is things that can build, that can fill our day. There always be things that can fill our day. I got to make sure children are fed. Got to make sure my wife is happy. Got to make sure my husband's happy. Got to make sure my boss is happy. Whatever, right? Got to go usher, you know, blah, 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 blah. So Martha is frustrated because she's working, working, working. And Mary is sitting in the couch or sitting in the living room listening to Jesus. And Mary... And Martha goes to Jesus and says, Jesus, tell Mary she should be helping, right? She should be busy. She should be doing stuff. She's just sitting around reading her Bible. <laughs> She's just sitting around listening to the word when there's so much that needs to be done. And Jesus said, Martha, Mary has chosen a good thing. Mary has chosen the good portion that will not be taken away from her. Here's my point. There's always something to do. But those who take the time to sit at the feet of Jesus, those who, who remove themselves from some of the business of their day to spend time with God, it will not be taken from them. You have chosen a profitable thing, right? Man, 
man. Hey, getting your word, getting your word, because God has some good stuff. God, the Bible's just rich, and um, and there's a blessing in it. So my name's Lee Fuller. You're listening to the Bible in Real Life podcast. Go back, make sure you're reading your word. If you need help or instruction on perhaps how you can um, learn to study God's word or read God's word, I encourage you. Go to devoblueprint.com. Um, continue following us on social media, TikTok. We go over Bible lessons and different things. And thank you for listening. This is Lee Fuller, Bible in Real Life. And I will talk to you next time. All right. Love you. Love you. Well, I do, but uh, I don't have to say it. All right. Well, I should say it. Love you. <laughs> have, have a good week and I'll see y'all next time. Bye-bye, everybody.